0: Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we get into AIOps with sponsor Aruba, a Hewlett Packard Enterprise company. Aruba is announcing new capabilities in its Aruba Central platform that leverage machine learning to do things like provide insights into clients on the network, recommend firmware for the best AP performance, and enable natural language queries in languages other than English. We're going to get details from our guest, Trent Fierro, Senior Marketing Manager for Cloud and AIOps at Aruba. Uh, Trent, welcome to the podcast. And to set context, can you give us kind of a brief overview of what Aruba means by AIOps?
1: Hi, you guys. Um, Sure. So ops is the ability to basically leverage technology and automation in order to see what's going on in your network. So for instance, you're having issues with people actually, you know, just getting onto the network itself. The idea is to look at machine learning models and have the models provide you with a little bit of a description, a root cause, and even a recommendation on how to go in and, you know, solve the problem so that your IT team is, you know, obviously more efficient, getting things done more quickly and your users are happier.
0: Okay. So Mm. there really is about operations is not just what's the best way to configure a switch or an AP. It's day-to-day ongoing tasks that I have to do to keep the network up and running.
1: Exactly. And you know, the whole thing with the fact that we've also built in search, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. You can use our search in order to go in and do day zero activities. So if you're And you know, a new IT admin person, and you're coming into the environment and you want to bring up an Aruba AP, or you can use our search facility or tool to go in and ask, how do I set up the AP? And you can even go in and go, how do I set up a new SSID? Our search engine goes through our documentation, finds the correct response for you, and then lets you basically click on something and see a config and see see how that's all put together.
0: Okay. So day zero through day two
1: well we like to call it day zero day n okay oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: there you go
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. i think that's a recognition of the fact that operations is a shift i mean to me the heart of ai ops is that operations is a part of every day whereas before we used to buy the product configure the product and then walk away and hope it never blew up because then we wouldn't have to operate it whereas now we're saying networks are something that we touch every day we change them every day we need information we need visibility. We need to know what's happening So, because the configuration changes all the time.
1: Exactly. And, you know, I was an, an engineer a long time ago, and the idea was that a junior person might do one task, and then a more senior person would, you know, get involved when something was really broken. So you're going to have different context for, you know, every different type of user, which is very important. And we believe that just by going into one, you know, centralized location, Aruba Central, and then using the search facility that we can help anybody. So mm. it makes everybody just more efficient.
0: To be effective, machine learning or AI needs essentially, you know, the more information, the better. My understanding is Aruba has designed a data lake that's collecting information from APs, from switches, from clients. Can you give us a sense of, you know, how this data lake works, what kind of information you're collecting, and then how that's used to inform the models that are providing me with, you know, uh, information or insights or recommendations about my network?
1: Sure. it's so the idea is like a nosy neighbor, right? They know everything. In this this case, the idea is that every piece of Aruba infrastructure is basically collecting a telemetry Uh and then pushing that into a cloud engine, which we then leverage in order to provide you with insights. Um, So let's say an, an access point, it's sending information about what kind of access point it is. It's also collecting information about what's getting connected to it. It's also looking at how people are using the particular access point where it may have an issue. So all that information is sent into the cloud, and then we can pull not only network insights from that data, but we can also leverage it for security insights. And then we're also looking at application insights as well. So we like to say that the data lake is so large and diverse because we're looking at over 30 different industry verticals or customers from 30 different verticals so that we can formulate insights that map to the same type of customer uh-huh. that you're experiencing, right? Let's say I'm a convenience store. It's not going to help me if you're giving me information about how a large retailer works. Mm. I want to get information that's you know specific to my type of environment. I possibly have two or three APs. I want to see how I compare to, you know, another organization has two or three APs in each of their stores. I don't want to get compared to somebody who has a hundred APs because the traffic patterns are different. um, The type of POS devices that are probably being used are different. So there's a variety of different ways to look at the information. So we Hmm. classify our data into over 20 different categories so that not only are we helping you fix problems, we're also looking at ways in which we can use our data or actually it's the customer's data to basically identify where we can help you optimize your environment as well.
2: Yeah. It's that most networks are all running on the same principles. We all use the same technology. We all use the same architectures, more or less. The application differs from various company to company. Sometimes the the implementations vary slightly, but, that the key point here is that if you can collect enough data, you can start to correlate and see patterns. This type of, you know, if I see this many devices, this is the most common problems with that device set. Or if I see this mix of devices, these are the most common problems. And you can start to recommend to customers, this is a known problem. Like one of the th- things I wanted to talk about in this announcement was you've got the firmware recommender, which is where AI ops says, I've got problems with my firmware. And like, sorry, you want to upgrade to the latest firmware. This is the one that, you know, HP Aruba recommends. That's a big deal.
1: Exactly. You know, uh, 10% of our tech calls are are people calling up and asking, you know, what, what firmware should I be using? And I'm also hearing from IT leaders that they have their teams going out and reading, you know, focus groups and trying to figure out, you know, from others, their peers, what they're using in their environments. It's not the most, you know, uh, intelligent way to do it, maybe, or it's probably it's not valuable for, either. It's not a business yeah.
2: valuable thing. And, you know, vendors release point release after point release after point release because reasons. But at the end of the day, there's one which is the recommended one. And I don't like ringing the tech much these days. So having a recommendation from a system which is basically replacing that makes sense. 10, 10% of calls is a lot,
1: right? Well, yeah, and you don't want to guess, right, because, you know, let's say, for instance, you're a university and you've got thousands of APs and then you're uploading a new version of firmware because you read on a, you know, uh, a user group that everybody was using this particular uh, version, but they don't have some of the APs that you're running and then you run into the problem and then you've got to revert the next day. So that's not good. Mm. So what we're going to do with the AI firmware recommender is basically look at data and we're gonna look at what people are using. We're gonna look at the type of APs that are being used in different types of environments. And then we're gonna give you a recommendation that works best for the APs in the the swarm that you have of APs. So if I have a mixture of, let's say, a Wi-Fi 5, Wi-Fi 6 APs, I'm gonna make sure that I take into account every type of AP that you have. I'm gonna try to give you one version of firmware to use across all of them, but where I can't you know, do that, I'm going to let you know what you should be running because what we're finding is that an IT team will wait from one year to three years to upgrade <laughs> firmware if they don't know what to use, right?
2: Yeah, it's a simple thing, but it's a blocker if you can't get a, re- a solid recommendation, you know. Yeah,
1: exactly, and you know, what happens is that you end up running, you know, three years worth of bugs or you run, mm-hmm. you know,
2: I feature. want to spend 12 weeks researching a customer's network to make recommendations.
1: There you go. That's a full lot time, of time. Twelve weeks.
2: I was dying inside. My soul was <laughs> literally drying up and shriveling every day that I went in to
0: do it. Yeah. Right. This is a job to let the AI die inside. Yeah.
2: Yes, please, please. If you're
1: a consultant, it's great. You know, but if you're an IT person on that team that you're supposed to be, you know, providing a yeah. service for, then that's not great when you're spending twelve weeks. <laughs>
0: I did not feel fulfilled afterwards, let's say. There you go. You you also mentioned, uh, you talked about insights, driving insights out of this data lake. And and one of them, the new capabilities is called client insights. I assume this is, you know, clients attaching to the network. You're able to tell me new and interesting things about them. So
1: what we've done is we've taken and we've provided AI-based profiling into Aruba Central Cloud. So the idea is that when you're connecting any type of device, the IT team can actually see what it is now. Um, I talk to a lot of different customers and I would bet, I don't know, 90% or more cannot tell me how many devices are on their network or what type of devices are on their network. Uh They just don't know because people are remote, people are connecting IOT devices on their own. I was talking to a hospital, the BUs will basically go in and talk to a vendor. (laughs) they'll put a device on the network, the IT team finds out about it because it doesn't work. And then, you know, whoever's connecting it has to go and and work with the IT team to try to figure out how to get it onto the network. Mm -hmm. So now what you can do is you can basically get a, a nice, pretty picture in Aruba Central that shows you all the clients connecting on your network. And if we see that there's particular, let's say a surveillance camera that matches because it's from the same vendor, it's sending traffic to the same server. You can actually group that together. We're also allowing you to create tags for those devices so that if I wanna create a, an enforcement policy, I can do that directly from um, Aruba Central. And I can go in and say, I want all of these particular cameras from vendor X to basically follow this particular rule set.
0: Okay, and so whenever a new device that fits that profile comes on with that tag, it just immediately gets those policies?
1: Exactly. So I don't really have to sit around and wait for somebody to, you know, register a device onto the network as it gets added to the network and connected. Basically we can look at its network activity as well as, you know, the information from the profiling um, process to ensure that it's the right kind of camera and that it's doing the right thing so that the policy can be applied to automatically and, As an IT person, I don't have to go store to store. Let's say it's a retail environment and I have 1,500 stores. Do I want to look at every device that gets connected across 1,500 stores? Probably not. So I can make that an automated process and voila, away I go.
0: So now this seems like something that I would get with ClearPass, but you're saying this Client Insights comes with Aruba Central platform.
1: You've hit on something. Okay. So ClearPass Policy Manager has built-in profiling as well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't use a cloud, so there's no AI behind it. Uh, okay. And then we also introduced a couple of years ago, ClearPass Device Insight. So what we've done is we've taken the technology from Device Insight and we put it into Central and we're calling it Client Insights. Got it. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So the client insights is something I get in Aruba Central without necessarily also having a ClearPass license.
1: Yes. And the nice thing is that as soon as you put a device um, under management in Aruba Central with foundation licensing, you have access to now client insights and AI profiling. Got
0: it. So another feature that I had mentioned earlier was doing natural language queries in other languages besides English. And you've recently added Spanish where I can use the, the search engine to do using natural language run a query in spanish and then get a response back in spanish
1: correct so the idea there is that we're yeah. using ai for our search that allows us you know it gives us the flexibility to provide customers with a new way of to search so we found that our second largest install base of aruba central is from a latin american speaking countries uh-huh. so now if i'm an it person in let's say mexico I don't have to go in and learn English (laughs) as well as learn IT, you know, networking. Right, right. So I can go in and I can look for, um, let's say Drew's having a problem, I can, you know, in Spanish write, can you help me find a problem with Drew's laptop? And not only that, but the responses come back in Spanish, which is key. So I'm asking the question and then I'm getting a response back in Spanish.
2: That's great. I think it's amazing because uh, this is one of the things that AI is and you know deep learning, machine learning, however you do it you want to look at it, is really, really good at is because at the end of the day, once you've analyzed the patterns you need for English, it's it should be a fairly straightforward you know adaptation to do Spanish. That's not to say it's easy. it just means you you don't have to do twice the work. it's some incremental amount of work once it's been done once. Is that a right idea, or am I wrong? No, no,
1: you're spot on. You know, the the trick is, you know, getting somebody to understand, you know, Spanish. So the English part um, we're looking at queries and then the IT team goes in uh, or the engineering team goes in on a weekly basis and looks at what people are asking for. And then they build that into the model. So the same is going to happen for Spanish. They've taken and they used a translator we're going to give you search in Spanish. But continuously, what's going to happen is they're going to look at what people are typing in and then add that to the model so that I'm not missing things that people are asking for.
0: So does this mean that there are other languages on the roadmap?
1: Um, Yes, there will be uh, other languages. I'm not exactly sure where we're headed, but it's probably uh, European countries, Um, I would assume, Mm -hmm. maybe Germany or um, uh, France, something like that.
0: French. Yeah, yeah. So to wrap up, you know we talk with a lot of vendors about AI and then also talk to our listeners about their attitudes toward AI. And there's still a little skepticism out there. I'm curious what kind of reception you're getting from actual customers who are bringing this in or how or to the recommendations that are surfacing up, do they trust them enough to just take them or do they have to do some verification? How What's the acceptance like?
1: So you're, you're spot on um, early on. People were a little reluctant because they didn't really understand AI. Um, so there was a lot of work that we did you know, to help people understand that AI is, you know, obviously not going to take your job. It's data. It's your data. We're going to look at it for you um, continuously. Right. So it's a it's an ongoing process. And we're going to provide you with insights that help you identify where you could potentially um, fix a network problem or even optimize a, an issue within the environment. We're also seeing, you know, based on this is that maybe 45 or larger percent of the customers will basically take a um, an access point um, or access points, deploy them, switches and not change any configuration variables. They'll run everything on as a default. Um, does it work for your environment? Maybe, but it may not because maybe you're a smaller customer or maybe you're a larger customer. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. AI can help you, you know, spot where you can get improvement from your network and you're not paying extra. You're basically, you know, taking advice, you're changing a your configuration and you're getting a performance gain. And we don't give you insights on, you know, performance optimization unless we're pretty darn sure that we're going to give you at least a 15% boost in what you're getting out of your network already. So that's key. The other thing too is that as an IT engineer, you know, and I was an uh, an SE in the past, you're a little reluctant to change things on, you know, the way you do things. Uh-huh. So people are, you know, warming up to uh, um, AI because we're starting to hear from our customers on how much it does help, you know, mm-hmm. in their environments. If I install some new APs and I'm starting to use AI and I see a drop in help desk calls by 90%, I'm going to notice that. <laughs> I
0: so, guess idea. Yes, <laughs>
1: Customers are actively giving us numbers now on you know I, where they're seeing. I think for
2: me, AI ops is about taking out the scut work like we talked earlier about the firmware, like that's not useful work. That's something, you know, you don't really care about uploading the firmware, rebooting the device, scheduling it. You know, we used to have to come in at midnight on Saturday to do firmware updates because, you know, whatever, not valuable work. But if I could be in there tuning the applications or making recommendations about future purchasing or working with the help desk so that they could be fixing problems without you having to do anything. And you could be, you know, home eating Doritos on the on the, (laughs) <laughs> on the sofa with a beer. Well, yeah, you know, like that to me is is useful. That's That to me is what AIOps is. And it's about as trustworthy as a new employee. You've sort of got to work with it to get it up. Is that an unreasonable set of assertions to make?
1: No, you're spot on. Um, we started doing these cheeky little videos. They're 30 seconds long. And the whole idea is to help you mm. recognize where you're wasting time. Mm. Well, let's say you're, you know, you're leaving work at nine o'clock every night and to your point you're scheduling you know updates on Saturday night one of you know the little videos is basically an IT person getting married at the end because he doesn't have to do that anymore right he actually (laughs) had time to go out and find somebody so it it, little fun things like that but the whole idea is to your point it's exactly like using um, YouTube to fix a problem at home let's say you want to fix a faucet you go to YouTube you you look at two or three different, you know, videos to see what people are doing and then you jump forward. What we're saying is AI is we're, AI is doing that for you. It's looking at different ways that your network is running and then it's applying, you know, the help for you or it's giving you the advice that you can then take and move forward. So you're not wasting time watching three videos. I've got somebody that's continuously working. 24 seven they don't come to work with a hangover they don't take pto they just give it gives you advice all the time and the idea is to help you be more
0: efficient so if we've piqued your interest, you can find out more information at arubanetworks.com. We'll also have links in the show notes that take you to specific resources, but you can start at arubanetworks.com and just search for AI ops. Uh, we are out of time, but Trent, thank you for joining us and thanks to Aruba for being a sponsor. Sponsors make everything we do here at Packet Pushers possible. Uh, speaking of that, everything you can find this and many more fine free technical podcasts along with our community blog. It's all at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at packetpushers, find us on LinkedIn hear us on Spotify, and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.